Welcome to the Room Exchange Podcast, helping you rent better. In this podcast, we're having conversations with industry leaders in the rental market, along with everyday renters sharing fascinating stories, insights, and tips to help you rent better. Hello, and welcome to the Room Exchange Podcast. I'm Ludwina Dordovic, and today I'm joined by Janine Tax, the acting CEO of Study Gold Coast. We'll be discussing how they're supporting the student community who choose the Gold Coast as their study destination. We'll also be discussing some of the challenges that students face and how Study Gold Coast is helping to solve them. Janine, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Ludwina. Thank you for having me. I'm so pleased that our paths have crossed and really looking forward to this conversation. I know. It's been an interesting journey of late of how I've managed to kind of weave myself into the student conversation. And I'm really glad because the Room Exchange is really focusing on supporting them as well. Now, before we get into our conversation, why don't we begin with your story? Tell us about your role with Study Gold Coast. Okay. So I've been with Study Gold Coast for about four years and we are the peak body for education and training in our city. I'm a proud Gold Coaster, so I know this city very well. And so it really is a dream job for me to be able to sell education and the city that we love to live in here in sunny Queensland. So I lead a team of passionate professionals. So there's about 10 of us. And my role is to deliver on the strategy of Study Gold Coast and to connect in with our board and our industry stakeholders here. So we deliver our strategy across four pillars. So firstly, we aim to attract students to our city. So that's international students as well as domestic students. And we have a very diverse market as well. So our students come from Brazil, India, China, Colombia, Japan. They're our top five markets plus many more. So we attract the students here. And then once they're here, we're really focused on making sure that they have a welcoming arrival and that they feel safe and secure in this city because they could choose any city in the world and they've chosen the Gold Coast and we take our role very seriously to make sure that they're well cared for and that forever after that they're wonderful ambassadors for our city. And then our third pillar is employability. So we all know that students like to earn while they learn. So they like to have those part-time jobs to supplement their income, but they also want career opportunities. So they want to be able to recoup some of that return on their investment and to launch their careers here. So we've got a range of initiatives around that. And then retention is our fourth pillar. So sixth largest city in Australia, one of the fastest growing cities, we need talent to grow. So retaining that student talent in our city by offering wonderful job opportunities is all part of the package. That's an interesting point you brought up because I was watching something on the news in the last week about retaining our international students, because if we're spending time training them over here, then why are we sending them back? We should be looking at ways to actually keep them here so we can keep that skill set here. And then also then that sort of helps make the immigration process work a lot more productively in Australia. Exactly right. So, you know, as you said, we have a massive skills shortage, particularly in certain fields such as health, for example, And, you know, we offer to students when we're selling them at destination access to wonderful post-study work rights, especially a regional location like the Gold Coast. The post-study work rights are quite attractive. So, you know, making sure that, you know, once we train the students that they have pathways to internships and to be able to connect to employers is part of our responsibility 
when we're selling an education and a career essentially. So yeah, we've got a range of programs to make sure that those talented students, domestic and international students, find a space in our community and build networks and connections to be able to, you know, ideally land their dream job. Mm. Now, I have to say congratulations on the Gold Coast being the only Australian destination to make it in a list of the top 10 most welcoming destinations in the world. Congratulations. Why didn't you tell us about that? I know. We were actually thrilled (laughs) when that came out. So that was Booking.com apparently do the work behind the scenes to determine the most welcoming cities. And our mayor, Mr. Tom Tate, was particularly thrilled about this as well because we do pride ourselves on being a very welcoming city, a very diverse city. And actually one third, almost one third of our population were born overseas. So, you know, when you walk around the streets of the Gold Coast, you can see faces from all over the world. And so it's only natural then to understand that, you know, we're open to embracing different cultures and people from different backgrounds. And no matter where you're from around the world, we'd like to think that if you choose the Gold Coast for a short stay or a long stay that you can feel at home here. So, yeah, no, that was great to get that accolade. Mm, Congratulations. And one of the things that you mentioned to me in our pre-interview conversation was one of the features that your students are loving about the Gold Coast is how safe it is that they can just walk around the streets and not fear for the safety. That's right, yeah. So, you know, when we talk about the key selling points of our destination, you know, lifestyle is up there because we're all chasing that work-life balance. But wrapped up with that is the fact that we are a safe destination. So some of the countries that our students hail from, different parts of, you know, South America, for example, where safety is a daily concern, to be able to connect with the students here and talk to them about, you know, why they chose the Gold Coast and what they love about their city, they do rate safety as one of the key decision factors for choosing our destination because, you know, you can walk around any time of the day or night and feel like you you don't need to fear for your safety and that there's access to help and support when you do need it. Mm, Fantastic. All right, let's move the conversation on now. So at the Room Exchange where we have a big focus on supporting students both locally and internationally in terms of housing. There's a massive housing crisis in Australia right now. And with the international students coming into Australia, and we we know depending on where you are across Australia, we have an influx coming in in July, but I understand that I think they periodically come in at various different times into your location as well, depending on which course they're doing. What I'd like to talk about today is how Study Gold Coast is supporting students in terms of accommodation. I'd also like to unpack some of the things that are happening around how their working rights have changed. I'm currently housing an international student in my home, so I get first-hand information of the challenges that he's facing. So I'd like to unpack some of that and the impact that that has on students. So let's get started with what would you say the main challenges that students are experiencing at the moment? Okay. Just to mention as well, I've recently had an international student in my home as well. It's wonderful, isn't it? It is. It is. Mm. My younger daughter actually gave up her bedroom and had a makeshift room in the study to be able to accommodate our Japanese student. But it was a wonderful experience for our family. But yes, so pre-COVID, we had around 32,000 international students in the city. And by the end of last year, we had 25,000. 
And we see the recovery continuing nicely to the point where by the end of this year, we're expected to surpass pre-COVID levels. And accommodation is a basic need. And it is our responsibility when we're selling this destination to students that they're able to access this basic need. We're not alone when it comes to the accommodation crisis. So it's not just our city, it's other cities in Australia and worldwide. I think that there's been a combination of factors that have contributed to that. You know, some are well talked about and some are just a couple of theories that I've sort of come up with. Obviously, during COVID, there was a lot of interstate migration. So our city fared quite well amongst all of the lockdowns. So there you know, were quite a few interstate migrants from Sydney and Melbourne and the like. Once we learned that we could work from anywhere, why not live on the beautiful Gold Coast? So a lot of the housing you know, was taken up by them. And then we had the returning expats, of course. So when the world was closing down, I believe some expats who had property here that were on the rental market have since come back to those properties. I believe that Airbnb, obviously, we all know is is popular. That takes properties out of the rental pool. And then I think, you know, households during COVID had extended families living together. So whether it was a couple of generations or the adult children who hadn't spread their wings and left the nest yet. So I think once, you know, things had lifted out of COVID, then those extended families or even a couple of family breakups, I guess, those people sought independent living. So that all just puts ongoing pressure in the market when affordability and availability are key issues. And students, when English is not their first language and they don't have a rental history and they don't have their networks here, it's really difficult for them to get a look in on the rental market to be able to fill out those applications, especially when they don't have full-time jobs either. You know, it's a real challenge. So We have a student hub here in Southport, the Gold Coast Student Hub, and so we offer support appointments there. So we hear firsthand the challenges that students are having, and it's definitely real and it's concerning, and there's important steps that we're taking to support those students. One of the points you brought up to me in our previous conversation, and this made it really clear to me once you said it to me, but I hadn't thought about it before. Pre-COVID, the houses that were student share houses were lost and put back into the rental pool. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, when you're chatting to a student, you'll say, oh, you know, where are you living or what's your living situation? And they'll say, it's fantastic. We're in this four-bedroom house and it's on the water and we all have our own room. And then someone moves out and then someone else's friend moves in and everyone's name is on the lease through the real estate agent. And then students, as they enroll and graduate and cycle through their courses, would just take up these rooms on sort of a rotating basis. But when COVID came, those students left or couldn't afford those share houses any longer. And they've since gone back into the main rental pool and been taken up by families or interstate migrants. So those share houses and that chain has been lost. And I mean, this is just anecdotal evidence when you talk to students, but that's going to take some time for students to get their foot back into the door of just the general residential housing market here on the Gold Coast and to set up those kind of cyclical lease arrangements again. And if you factor in all of the things that are happening in the rental market, so the massive rental increases, the interest rate increases to the landlords that are 
getting passed over to the tenants, the 40 to 60 groups of people that are applying for one rental property, the insurmountable amount of information that tenants are being asked to provide to even get a look in, to not having a rental history in Australia being, you know, putting you on the back step. There's so many different factors that are preventing students from actually even getting a look in the accommodation or the rental space. It is a crisis within a system that we need to be looking at more closely. That's right. And we do a lot of work in the pre-departure space. So talking to future students and offshore students who are looking at their destination and maybe enrolling to say to them, you need to secure a safe landing pad before you arrive. So gone are the days when you can turn up at Gold Coast Airport or Brisbane Airport and make your way into the city and find accommodation. You really need to plan it through your education agent or through your institution before you arrive. So you've got at least six weeks to get the lay of the land, make some friends, understand which suburbs might suit you before you then start looking for more permanent accommodation. And then, of course, homestay is a great option for students, but it doesn't suit everyone. So what we find is the Asian students are generally quite drawn to homestay and it suits their living preferences quite nicely. But conversely, Latin American students, for example, they've often been living independently for some time or they might be coming with a partner or they might be more mature age. So the idea of homestay doesn't suit them as much and they really are looking to live independently or to rent a room independently. So we've set up a homestay campaign. Sorry, before we get into that, could you just explain to the listeners what homestay is? Because not everybody's going to be clear about what it is and what it isn't. Yes, yes, absolutely. So homestay, it's really more about offering a safe, welcoming home environment and being willing to engage in a cultural experience. So we're looking for families. We've had quite a few elderly people who have a safe, secure room, who are willing to take in a student and be reimbursed for those costs. So homestay providers can choose whether to include food or not, include transport or not. Some of them may take on under-18 students, for example, the school sector, they look for homestays as well, or they may just want over-18s. So you can choose your preferences. You can also choose someone that might offer au pair or childminding work in exchange for room and meals. So there's a range of options, but essentially it is a reimbursement of costs for opening your door to an international student. Okay. So let's move in now to talking about the host for the coast program. So tell us about that, how it got started and how the room exchange is working in conjunction with you. But let's start with first with host for the coast. Yeah. So when we were looking at, well, what can we do to help students with the accommodation challenges we're experiencing. We looked at short-term, medium-term and longer-term. And the key to the short-term was really unlocking the latent stock that was in the city. We know that there are empty nesters or some people just have spare rooms in their home and that it's these beds that were available, you know, immediately to students. So in association with the City of Gold Coast and our mayor, we sent a call to action to our Gold Coast residents asking them to you know, open their homes to an international student, bring the world home and consider 
renting out your spare room via a homestay arrangement. And we've had a really nice response to that. But what we're finding is a lot of those homestay students are looking for food as an option, just the evening meal, and not everyone's able to provide that or they're concerned about not meeting that expectation. So, you know, there are people that literally have some mortgage stress and they have a spare room, but they're not able to take the full commitment of a homestay. And, you know, that's where the room exchange comes in because back to being a safe and welcoming destination, it's important that students feel secure in their home. And so through the room exchange, having a level of, you know, vetting through the requirement of government ID, and you can explain this better, Ludwina, it provides some comfort and reassurance that the homeowner has been required to provide the right documentation and so has the person taking the room and that there's this matching service that provides some guidelines to make sure that the room exchange is actually a success and that placement is a success. Yeah, this is really exciting to me and I thank you for inviting this collaboration between the two of us. So just to give some clearer insight, so Homestay has one level of engagement, I guess, in the process of sharing with someone through a Homestay situation. But the room exchange really is about homeowners with a spare room who want to rent that out. Some of our homeowners also would like the rent offset option, but primarily it's about renting that room out and how you want to utilize that room with a verified housemate. So both households and housemates are on the same playing field with the vetting and verification. And our matching process ensures that you feel like you're coming home to a friend as opposed to a stranger. And so what we're doing with Study Gold Coast is that the households who prefer that kind of arrangement are coming through us and then we will support them with the the verification and the matching process via our landing page. So it's been a really great opportunity to explore this with you and provide this alternative source, I guess, for living arrangements for the students. It's really quite a simple thing when you think about it, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. And I think actually house sharing is quite underrated. I house shared in my 20s, all through my 20s. And uh, some of those flatmates that I did not know initially are today some of my closest friends. The friendships formed through house sharing, especially when you've got the matching service as well there to support a nice connection between someone's looking for and someone they're going to live with. I think obviously it's there to support mortgage stress and to use up these vacant rooms, but let's not underestimate the benefits that can come from forging your friendships through sharing a home together. I mean, mental health is a big challenge these days. You can surround yourself Loneliness. with more people. Connection is a fundamental need. Yeah, let's not underestimate that benefit of all of this as well. Yeah, and thank you for bringing that up. I've actually been house sharing now since my eldest left home, so eight years, nearly nine years. And that's at an age in my late 40s, early 50s. So I remember when I was house sharing when I was a single woman, Janet Ryan, still to this day, is one of my closest friends. I'm 56 now. We were house sharing when I was 19. Mm. So what you say is exactly true. And the people I've been sharing with through the room exchange still come back and visit, still check in, still, you know, ring and say hi and stop by when they're around. And these connections that you make, 
happen very quickly because you are sharing your space with them. I actually also experienced being a housemaid at the beginning of this year and I want to do it a couple of times throughout the year so that I know what it's like from that perspective. And I stayed in this gorgeous home in Yarrow Valley with a woman who's also in her 50s. She was a single mother with a 16-year-old daughter. And all of the processes and steps that we put in place that we recommend for every household, welcoming a housemate and vice versa, works. It all works. It's spot on. The connection that I have now with Elizabeth is amazing. I went to her 50th on the weekend. Her daughter now calls me auntie. (laughs) These relationships form very quickly because you are actually sharing space with them. And the gifts that you can get from that are pretty incredible. And I encourage anyone who's listening that if you have a family, you have children, and you perhaps want your children to learn another language or just be around different cultures, it's a great way to do it. If you're an elderly person and you're living on your own or your family is concerned about the elderly parents, but they have a spare room, it's a great way to provide comfort for them. There's empty nesters who might be feeling the pains of the loneliness at home when the kids have left, single professional people who are busy and just want some companionship. There's a number of different reasons why people house share and there's loads of benefits to it. That's right. I was talking to one of the principals here on the Gold Coast and she actually rents out her couple of spare rooms to international students. And, you know, her motivation was that it teaches her own children who are sharing the house with now these international students about just respect and care and tolerance and diversity. And she believes that it helps make her own children more well-rounded by sharing their home with these people from offshore. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with that. So in wrapping up, we have a landing page that Study Gold Coast and the Room Exchange have created together. We'll have a link to that in the show notes page for this podcast episode. And Janine will also have a link that she'll be sharing out with her networks as well. So if you want to inquire about it, just go to the show notes page on theroomexchange.com and go to the blog. Show notes page will be there. But if you're listening to this through that, then just click on the link that we've provided. How can people find out about you, Janine, and also study Gold Coast and get access to information that they need about the collaboration between you and I and the Room Exchange and Study Gold Coast? Okay, we've got two websites. The first one is studygoldcoast.org.au. So there'll be information there for homeowners, for example, looking to connect with students. And we've got our Gold Coast Student Hub website as well. So it's goldcoaststudenthub.com. And uh, students can access support appointments there if they're looking for accommodation and they can get all the support they need to register with the room exchange there. And if listeners are wondering around budget as well, I guess just to share with you, an expectation for a student is to pay around 250 maximum 300 for a room, including utilities. That would be the price point that a lot of them would have the expectation that they'd be budgeting for. So if that helps people, if they're thinking whether this is for them, that that's a reasonable amount up to 300. Yeah. And look, I'm glad you brought that up because I recently had somebody who listed a property, was promoting it to international students and it was 550 a week. It was a sort of more of a self-contained kind of space underneath the house, but that's just far too much to expect. So I think what you just said there, 250 to 300, including utilities, is very reasonable. And just because you can charge more doesn't necessarily mean that you should. So we just ask the homeowners who are listening, we know that the rental crisis is jacking up rents, but that actually doesn't help support the cause if we're doing the same thing 
when we're offering a room to rent. That's right. Well, thanks. Thanks, Ludwina. Thanks for your support. Oh, look, I really appreciate it. And thank you too. Like, I'm just really excited to be working with Study Gold Coast and just the ease of putting this together. So thanks for coming on the show today. I think this is great information, not just for students in the Gold Coast, but just around the country. And if anyone wants to get in touch with the Room Exchange and how we can support your university community, just connect with us at theroomexchange.com. Now, one last thing, how can people find out about you on social media? What's your tag? Okay, so Janine Tax is my name, J-E-N-N-I-N-E. Surname is Tax, T-A-X. Yes, it's like income tax. (laughs) And I'm not a tax accountant, but you can find me on LinkedIn. Please reach out with a message. And Study Gold Coast, is that just at Study Gold Coast That's on social right. media? Yep. yep, just Study Gold Coast and the Gold Coast Student Hub on Instagram and Facebook. Fantastic. Thank you, Janine. I look forward to having you back on sometime in the future. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you're looking for your next rental, head over to The Room Exchange, Australia's first verified house sharing platform. Our profiles make it easy to match you based on personality, values and lifestyle. And you can choose to rent or offset your rent, saving you time and money. To find out more, go to theroomexchange.com. You can connect with us across our social media platforms at The Room Exchange or email admin at theroomexchange.com.